हेलो एवरीबॉडी दिस इज द फुल टाइम शो स्पोर्ट्स स्टार्स इंडियन सुपर लीग स्पेशल पॉडकास्ट आई एम मानसी पाठक एंड आई एम जॉइन बाई माई कलीग अनिरुद्ध वेलमुरी हेलो एंड वी विल बी प्रिव्यूइंग द फर्स्ट आई एस प्ले ऑफ विच विल टेक प्लेस इन चेन्नई बिटवीन चेन्नई एन एफ सी एन एफ सी गोवा सो अनिरुद्ध अटेंडेड द प्री मैच प्रेस कॉन्फ्रेंस दैट हैपन अर्लियर टूडे बाई टूडे आई मीन फेबरी ट्वेंटी एट वेन वी what happened in the press conference is some key moments the most uh, interesting part of the entire presser was the end when clifford miranda uh, goa's interim coach said that if there was one team that they would like to avoid playing until the final it was chennai nfc and it's interesting considering where chennai was and where Chen- where chennai have are right now mm-hmm. um bottom of the table in the first week of first week of december to obviously we've spoken a lot about what owen coil has done So for a team like FC Goa that has scored 46 goals the most in a season or the most ever in ISL history mm-hmm. uh, somebody who has uh, whose attack is led by Koro who scored the most goals for any player in ISL so for for a team of that big stature to say that they would have preferred to play either BFC or ATK mm-hmm. I think that's a huge compliment that's the best Owen Coyle could have gotten in uh, from from anybody But yeah, rest of it was all just routine. Owen Coyle and came with Anil Thapa and Kilford Miranda came with Carlos Pena. Um, Owen Coyle, as usual, spoke about taking it one game at a time, mm-hmm. and uh, Thapa's just very cool, calm, composed man of very few words said, "I'm enjoying my season." And in, in, interestingly, Thapa scored against uh, Goa in the playoffs two seasons ago mm-hmm. when Chennai won the um, ISL title. And Owen Coyle, as usual. he said it since his first game against jamshedpur fc and he's say, saying it today uh, i'm going to take it one game at a time i've told my players to just take it one game at a time take it and uh, en- enter the game against goa as just another game forget about the occasion i don't think uh, <laughs> he'll have to worry about uh, the tone of the match because uh, both teams are going to play their own style of football which is a very open expansive attacking style with uh, which also leaves couple of gaps in the defense mm-hmm. um, every now and then and both teams have, i think goa has considered 20 23 goals this season and uh, chennai has considered 26, 26. so it, it should be an interesting game and uh, um, again so anytime we've discussed chennai and we've spoken about how great they are uh, on the final third of the pitch but there's still defensive weaknesses mm-hmm. and they've considered 26 goals so uh, during the press conference pinia was asked So your your team and Pena being a defender, I don't think he liked the question much. So he was asked, uh, your team has scored a lot of goals, but they also conceded a lot. Twenty-three. Yeah. Twenty-three, and he his answer was, really? <laughs> Do you think twenty-three is a lot of goals? And I both agree and disagree with him. I disagree with him because twenty-three goals in eighteen games is more than one, one goal a match. game, mm-hmm. which is actually signs of a bad defense or a mediocre defense. But that said like he explained later they play a very attacking brand of football yeah, the they they take the goals that they yeah. are scoring if you compare in terms of that yeah so they for 46 goals they've scored this season so that's double yeah <laughs> that's double of what they've conceded and he said so we keep taking risks yeah and you get punished sometimes but most of the time the risks are being rewarded so fair play to him and i agree and if you look at it that way and that sense Chennai also has been scoring a lot of goals mm-hmm. under Coyle which means 
their 26 goals considered throughout the season is actually not a lot going by pinia's logic mm-hmm. so on on saturday on the day of the first leg of the playoffs i think it could be it's going to be a very interesting game both teams are not going to sit back and defend absolutely not so and you were telling me about the stat regarding chennai's uh, form in the playoffs at when they play at home right uh, so chennai both chennai and goa have been in the playoffs before goa the most for any team i think this is the uh, fifth time yep in in six seasons mm-hmm. and uh, uh, chennai uh, have have been in the playoffs for three times already uh, so in the playoffs so in they play home and away in the semi finals uh, and if you take just the home and away leg of the semi finals into account they have played thrice at home went I mean, twice in chennai and once in pune in 2015 because of the floods in chennai but it still was home game so in the home games of all teams to have played in playoffs mm-hmm. chennai has the best aggregate score aggregate so, score yeah they okay. ha- they have a aggregate home record of 9-1 they scored 9 more than any other team at home in the playoffs and just considered one just considered one that two to kerala blasters if i remember right and uh, yeah that's a that's a very interesting stat but on the other hand only two teams have won away from home in playoffs okay one of which is one of FC which is fc goa which defeated uh, mumbai 5-1 and because they defeated mumbai 5-1 and they uh, they almost had like a foot in the playoffs they fielded as almost a second string side in second leg which is why mumbai won the other which team to win team. right so uh, that that was um, so yeah it's been it's a very interesting thing one both stats almost cancel out each other yeah but also as a matter of fact i mean the squad that these teams had in the past and the squad they have right now are two completely different squads right So, yeah very much yeah so do you think that then such a statistic would really have a say in how the things could pan out for the teams not really right no but uh, so there have been five seasons of isl which means there have been uh, 20 matches in the playoffs mm-hmm. so of 20 matches 16 or 7 16 or 17 times at the home side has won okay its match they've okay. been like a at the 1-1 or 0-0 draw somewhere the trend has been yeah okay. so every team has performed strongly in its home match okay so considering that then of course the onus is on chennai tomorrow yeah i mean but if you were going to uh, play like let's say uh, they were playing atk or bengaluru mm mm-hmm. and they have a better attacking they have better form and better attacking powers <laughs> than either side and we've seen it in the match against atk and bengaluru at the end of the season both both teams were despite being in the top 4 and their place secured mm-hmm. chennai fc was the ones who who took control of the ball had more position were trying to do and especially bengaluru they have been a counter attacking team this season um but yeah any any other team we could have said the onus is on chennai but i don't think we goa will we, goa will give <laughs> chennai the room to take control of the match which should make it a very good end to end affair that's what we want really because the that's what we want as fans i'll be writing the match report tomorrow <laughs> never know so, goals flowing in from both sides because of course they have great attackers talking about fc goa uh bumo one man who's been a key player for them yeah i mean then koro of course Co- everybody's you talk about fc goa they say koro 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 but then yeah bumo bumo <laughs> it's the man has 10 goals and 10 assists yep yeah so he has 10 plus assists i think 11 assists and 10 goals the only player 
to reach double digits in both goals and assists in a season. That's insane. And like he's scoring also at the same time he's making sure that he's setting up goals for others. Yeah, so I I mean it's funny you speak to anybody about FC Goa and Koro is the first team that pops up. Think it's going to change from this season onwards like probably I don't know even uh, before the pre-match pressers we speak with a bunch of people and everybody uh, when discussing about the match like how is how are you going to stop Koro uh, what kind is Owen Coyle do, going to do something special I said Goa is not a one man team anymore if it ever was right so they've scored 46 goals and Koro has 14 goals mm-hmm. so unless Brandon this Bumu everybody else is contributing yep, they would not Jackie, reach that lem- right. reach that number so and so yeah. the opponents also realize it's not just if you can't just be heavily reliant on marking uh, Koro because there are other attackers who will do the job for Goa yeah and again um, Owen Coyle has done that very well this season he's made sure that um, the players get his message and i i would be very surprised if Chennai in defenders or midfielders gave all the attention to koro and not to bumu they're going to they're going to make sure and it's, it's it's the it's one of the biggest stages in indian football right now so the playoffs let's yeah. talk more about chennai's attack since we've discussed goa's attack since both are two very attack minded uh, teams so talking more about chennai's attacking option of course there's valskis who's been uh one he's i think third or fourth fourth he's third 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 in the golden boot race uh right behind uh, koro who is behind obbeche okay so valskis is third so we are there's valskis who's doing so so well for chennai the shemri krivalaro and uh, dragos Ch- dragos chante uh and then of course in the middle of the entire attacking triangle is uh Uh, right behind them is sorry right behind them is anirudh thapa who's mm-hmm. pulling the strings and edwin in the midfield yeah uh, chennai also has a very good attack it's not it's just that they haven't scored as many as goas have right but then if you take the amount of goals they've scored under owen coyle and transfer to an entire season mm-hmm. i think they would be second in the table they would have scored more than atk who have scored 33 i think yeah atk has 33 goals right. this season so which is uh, the second highest So yeah, uh, Chennai's attack also good and uh, like exactly like uh, Goa's in a way because Goa's two wingers and the player playing behind the striker mm. Bumu, all of them have contributed to goals right. and in, and same with uh, Chennai also. Valskis leading the line, thirteen goals. Mm-hmm. There's Changte on the left who scored five this season and on the right this either Shembri or Drago some whoever plays there has has contributed goals and between all of them is Rafael Cavallaro who has scored. I mean he he can score from anywhere against uh northeast he scored from the halfway, halfway line, line <laughs> the longest goal in ISL as they keep saying I would be surprised if we expect another 3-4 game that we saw during the league stage in Chennai um I mean and again as I was saying two attacking teams the match report that day Goa leads 3-0 at half time mm-hmm. I'm I'm sure most of us had written the report kept it ready some sort of skeleton and then Chennai scores two goals, Goa scores again, and then Chennai scores one in the 90th minute. It's 4-3, and now you are wondering. You keep changing your lead so often. Yeah, so I'll be surprised. That was one of Owen Coyle's. That was Owen Coyle's sorry, only interaction against Goa on the in the league stage. So he would have learned a lot from that match. 
I'm sure I'm sure both teams would have learned a lot about each other because that was the first time Goa was also facing an Owen Coyle that side. So, so should it, be an interesting match. It's going to be definitely high scoring matches what both of us can conclude. High scoring match? It can be a high scoring match or it can be 0-0 where the defense finally st- both They're teams finally <laughs> steps up and uh, I don't think that there will be no goals. I definitely don't see that coming. Maybe the chances of it being a high scoring match is not as much, but when you have Valskis, when you have Koro. Yeah, but considering that ISL has introduced the away goals rule this season. Okay. I don't think Chennaiin okay. will be that So when Owen Coyle came in, he said we play with an element of risk mm-hmm. because they they were at the bottom of the table. They right. had to they take had to the risk. risk it all. Right. Which which makes sense a lot. But right now they don't have to play with the element of risk. Yeah, so they can still legs, play. They right. can still play an attack-minded brand of football, but they don't have to be that open. Yeah, they or can put sit us back, back when it's needed. Right? right. I am expecting a very tight game. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised if it's nil. Okay. Not that I want it to be nil, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's nil. I'd be very surprised if it's nil, to be honest. That's not something what I'm expecting. Maybe it could turn out to be a high-scoring fixture or just maybe two goals, three goals, but I don't see no goals at all from both ends, considering the kind of talent that they have in attack. Keeping in consideration also the away goals thing, which holds a lot of importance. So that was all from this episode, where we discussed uh, the first leg of the first semi-final between Chennai FC and FC Goa. The second semi-finals first leg will be played immediately after this match that is on the 1st of March and that will be played at the Kadirava Stadium which is the home of Bengaluru FC. So we will be back again with the preview of the second semi-final and also a review of the first semi-final between Goa and Chennai. So let's just wrap it up with some prediction. That's not something we've After speaking here. about a 0 0 draw, I don't think I can predict a 0 0 draw. I would go for a 1 1. So you're sticking to the draw at least? Yeah, I am, yeah, I'm sticking to the draw. 1 1, and I would say Koro and. and Vasquez. Why not? Oh, you're naming gold scores, yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, two very likely scorers. Uh, the easiest to do. Okay, so my prediction, I will go with a 3-2 win to go. think both of the sides will score. 3-2? Yep. Three away goals. Can Chennai come back from that? Now, when you make it sound like that, now I think I'm not sure even Chennai will lead three goals. But okay, I'll, I'll still stick to my prediction, 3-2. And if it does happen, it's very difficult to come back from Three, three away goals is a lot. But yeah, I'm hoping, okay, 3-2 three, three, in the favour of Goa. Maybe goals from Bumu, Koro, Jackie. I'd like to see a goal from Jackie, so that'd be good. For Chennai Valskis, of course. And Krivillaru or Chante, if you Krivillaru, I think. So yeah, those were our predictions. Uh, thanks for tuning in. You can find more content of the Indian Super League. Uh, and if you've missed any of the matches in the past, you can listen to our episodes from the earlier matches where we've discussed few uh, fixtures from the league. So yeah, that was all from this episode. This is Mansi. This is Anirudh. And we're signing off. Thank you. <laughs>